Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast, the podcast that I don't host. But it is hosted by my good friends Edgar Montplazier and Jockey Snail. Very good guys. These guys are just going to talk about pop culture, sports, you know, a lot of shit. Shit people care about. I don't know how to put it. It's like... Podcast, but like a mosh pit. And if you ask them to stop, they'll start shit. I'm talking sports to politics to back and forth to plead the fifth. And now I'm coming back for more. Bling, bling, really big ring. Basky out with the crowny thing. With the comedians with the clowny thing. So you better bow down as the Coach Kings. back but who's back the pistachios Ugh, yuck they're back Ugh, ugh. they're See, back guys. like look sophie's, sophie's also eating, eating oreos no those are nuts i wanted to say sophie's also <laughs> eating nuts but i, was, I didn't I feel i didn't feel side. i didn't feel right saying that is there a new word for like can we come up with a new because i feel like nuts has been taken from nuts Right? No, just say she's eating nuts and don't mean it in a sexual connotation. I didn't mean it in a sexual connotation. <laughs> Sophie, I want you to know I didn't mean it. But, like, Sophie's, they're very quiet because they don't require being cracked open. I mean. That's the issue with pistachios. It's not that you're eating. It's that the entire process of it is so fucking loud. I mean, it's not that loud. I, You know Sophie, when you open witness. some shit, you open some shit, like, with quiet fingers. <laughs> That's some shit that high people say. <laughs> nah, nigga, I got quiet fingers. Nah, nigga, I got quiet fingers. Oh, man. You posted some shit th- this weekend that I was like, Jaquise is high as fuck. I was but high I whenever didn't, I did I didn't want to comment under it because I didn't want to like be like, this nigga, put down the shit. But then someone <laughs> said exactly what I wanted to say. I mean, <laughs> I knew it was a high thought, but that's why it was so funny to me. So I got high and... <laughs> Just for about five to ten minutes, just mm-hmm. laughed uncontrollably mm-hmm. at the fact that we actually let Donald Trump become president. Yeah. Like, the shit was so funny was to me, so, dude. You <laughs> it were, was so funny to I, me. I wanted to put down, put the blunt down, Jakees. And I know it's late and everything, but it, you know like one of those things where it, it just dawns on you? Cause but that me, wasn't the one that, I, it was the one about faces. Oh, that was a while ago. That was I was also one. high when I wrote that, yeah, too. Yeah, where you're just like, ain't nobody ever really seen their face. <laughs> like, that shit on. is true, dude. That shit is true. There's not a person alive that has actually seen their own face. It's like You've seen same. reflections of your face. Yes. But or my, pictures of it. My brother used to say that. He used to say, um, no one knows what skin feels like. I mean, I... Uh... I it, guess because what, you're feeling skin on skin? Yeah, because it's supposed to be the comparison of it to something else. So, like, I know what this table feels like compared against, but skin against skin is, it almost, like, touch the table right now. Right, right, right. I'm and then touch it. your own skin. And doesn't it kind of feel like it's almost like canceling itself out in a, in a sense? I mean, no. I don't know what it feels like. Because it's skin on skin. Hmm. What about other skin? It's skin on skin, baby. This it's, is a- it's skin on skin, baby. <laughs> This is the weirdest conversation. This is the weirdest start we've had. Uh, I don't think so. It probably not. We've literally talked about blowjobs at length before. Sophie just gave me a look of, it's definitely not the weirdest start you guys have ever had. But, you know what? I, I don't know, man. That, throw, that threw me. You don't know what skin feels like, bro. Think about it. That throws it. me. Think about Usually it. I'm ready to argue when you come up with these points, but I can't argue with that one. You know what hair feels like. You know what metal feels like. But truly, mm-hmm. skin on skin content is skin on skin. There's no comparison. But what else could it feel like? I don't know, bro. But imagine if you had metal hands and you touch skin. 
All right. And you could feel with the metal hand. Because <laughs> if you had just, there are people with metal hands that touch the skin. <laughs> but they don't know what it feels like because you know what I'm saying, bro. You was about to get our entire delegation of metal hand folk. Listen, I've got a lot of, I've got a lot of, I've got a lot of handwritten letters from metal skin people, and let me say, those letters are large. And (laughs) that's so fucked up. (laughs) That's so fucked up. (laughs) Oh man, Edgar, you you just you're continuing this trend, man. You gotta have so many people coming at you. I told you, I am fully going heel on this show. Yo. Have you been seeing? I'm gonna hold you to this shit too. What? There have been some people who are who have bought merch since you. I sent people, them. I've sent them their letters. You? Oh, you just DMing them? I just DM them. Oh, I thought you were gonna handwrite I, them letters. I'm not gonna give them my address. You don't have to put a return address on them. They're piece not gonna of mail. send it. Yes, they will. This is post 9/11. <laughs> they Ain't will nobody send it. No letter with no return address. Yes, on it. they will. Who? The United hey, States Post spilling, Office. What are you doing, Jaquez? <laughs> I'm hosting this show with the five-year-olds right now. You spilling water all over the place while you're talking. Hey, listen. Covered in shells. They will. They will deliver it. No. What are you guys talking about? No. You do not have to have a return address. You, I, you, uh, I, any of our fans who are male people, let us know you if don't have to have a return. you need to have a return address. You can just put a fake return address on it. Oh, no. Which Man, is why, why. Which is why you, you why. don't need a return address. I'll tell you exactly why I didn't want to send it as a letter. And mm-hmm. like, cause I was like, someone's going to write back. Because every single person I sent it, well, not every single person. Shout out to Kate. Wonderful mm-hmm. fan of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Slowly becoming one of my favorite fans. She was the only person. Slowly, though. Slowly. <laughs> a lot of people for her to beat. Um, but I sent her the, the opinion, and she didn't like. Try to have a conversation after that. Because it's clearly a, like, you know, I'm just mm-hmm. saying this shit. But everybody else was like, here's my take and here's why you're wrong. I'm like, ah, that's not the point. The point is that this is yours now. It's just yours. You're the only person who has this. I'm not trying to fight you on it. Wait a minute. Oh, so you're sending takes to people. Yeah. What's that's the what craziest take you sent? I, that's for them, man. That's not, that's, that was the whole deal is that it's just theirs. All right. Buy merch, Keith, and I'll send you I'm one. I'm not buying fucking merch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not buying merch. Why would you say that on the pod where you're I get, merch? Because we can get our shit for free. <laughs> buy merch, Keith, and I'll send you an opinion. All right. I'll buy, I'll buy some merch that I could get for free. And yeah. No, you gotta send me that. You gotta, gotta send, send me the, the receipt. Yeah, you gotta send me the receipt. I'll have, I'll have, uh, I'll have like my mom send buy some shit. It was getting hard. Like I got like four in a row yesterday, and it was getting very hard to uh, come up with opinions, like takes that I was just like, because like some of the takes are about things that are already settled. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. things that everyone already kind of goes okay with. So it's like hard. It is very hard to be contrarian. Like, I think that's why most contrarian people are crazy. Is because you have to like. Push yourself outside of what you already know to be true to right. make it seem like it's wrong. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that when I was watching, uh, what's that guy's name? Mike Cernovich? Don't know. Uh, he's like, uh, and he's a contrarian in the sense of like political, like he's not out here giving takes about pop culture bullshit. Like, he's like truly a shit starter. And I was watching that video of him and his wife talking about how they were so happy that they like framed this guy for doxing a kid. Mm-hmm. And like, you can see it while he's talking about it. He so clearly knows that what he did was unethically, like, incorrect. Like, he is so he's so aware of that, but he's still, like, trying to make himself feel like what he did was good. And, like, he's a, he's a badass for doing it. And I was like, oh, 
That's what it takes to be a true contrarian. To detach what? yourself from reality almost. Oh, yeah. I guess so. Because, you, like, that's one thing to. to be like, all right, yeah, like, MJ, whatever, like, right? Like, there's one thing to be there, but to, like, go to that point to where, like, you're, like, attacking someone, I think takes a little bit more of a push to, like... Attacking someone for having a different opinion? No, but to, like, make that, like... What I'm talking about is, like, in terms of, like, true contrarians of, like... Like, the Mike Cernoviches of the world, your Milo, uh... What's how do you say his last name, Sophie? You know the, what I'm talking about? Milo. The Yana. white supremacist? Yeah. Yanahanovich or some shit. Yana, something like that. One hundred percent not that. Whatever. I don't really care um, about how to pronounce it. That's fair. But like for them, those are like some real contrarians. Cause mm-hmm. they go in front of people and say this wild shit. Uh one of my friends, I mean, let's call him a coworker at a very popular, popular website. BuzzFeed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ended up trying to go to work for uh, uh, one of those bright birdie type websites uh, in their video department, like essentially doing BuzzFeed-like videos for one of those sites. Mm-hmm. And he showed me what he was working on. And it was this guy, like, it was Milo, like giving these like talking points in the same way like a BuzzFeed video was, but he was like, explaining why the wage gap wasn't real and like i was like to put this amount of effort into something that you have to know that it's wrong you have to logically understand that it's wrong you have to detach yourself from reality like you have to become crazy to like put because the people who are making those buzzfeed videos and stuff like that they believe in what they're saying like, you know, the people who are just like, here's me as a Disney princess, but I'm black. Like, she really wants to see a Disney princess be black. So to make the alt-right version of that, I don't know. I, I, I find myself, like, especially watching that Mike Cernovich video of, like, him just, like, laughing about lying about this guy doxing a 17-year-old kid. And he's just like, it doesn't matter if it's a lie. Not everyone's saying it, and it's true. So, gotcha, bitch. And I'm, like, watching that. And I was like, how far do you have to go to detach yourself from reality to truly be that contra- contrarian? I don't know. I, I, I thought about it a lot with everyone being like, come on, Edgar, MJ's so clearly better than Justin Timberlake. I'm like, I, of course, recognize that. And, of course, I'm clearly being a troll. But, like, imagine if, like, I became, like, militant about it. I'd have to detach myself from reality to do so. You would have to become I mean, crazy. Yeah. To fight it. To be militant about it, I feel like. Unless, unless it's, like, just some real shit that you believe. I'm not saying you don't believe that, but, I mean... Like, in your soul. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, you just believe it. And you think people are wrong for not believing it. Yeah. But and not wrong in a way like, oh, your opinion is wrong, but, but wrong like, in a way that you're... actually crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's the same thing with, like, these people who, like, attack uh, 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 the parents of these school shootings. The parents? Yeah. You, there's a there are these people who go That's around sad. and they walk up to these parents and they go, "Why are you doing this? Why are you lying? Why are you acting? Where's your kid? Your kid's not real. You never had a kid. You work for the government." I'm like, "How far in the world were you saying?" It's like, it's not a difference of opinion. It's not yeah. like I think guns are fine. Right. It's you literally lied about having this child. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> is that is that what the uh, the crisis actors are? Is that what you're That's, in that realm? That's what. Yeah. And like I, I've watched a couple of Which Vice is such things a on it. Crazy, bro! Fucking it's thing. so, <laughs> it's so crazy. 
uh, I don't know. Like, those are true contrarians I'm talking about. And it's like, how do you even get to – because, you know, I'm a shit starter. I love talking shit. I love taking, like, the opinion against everybody else's. But I don't know if I could truly become that detached. That would be crazy. Like, you never had a kid. You're only doing this so you can get Force your agenda across. Yeah. Oh, I don't know, man. That's fucking nuts, man. How do you even get to that level? Okay. Feel like you have to be on some type of drug, uh, to to think like somebody, yeah, is the government has hired. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. I speaking of government, dude. This these past few days have been just so funny to me. Ugh, the trash is uh, truly the trashest takes on Twitter this weekend. It's on, been so funny. And dude. Uh, John one McCain of my favorite died. quotes on both sides. Yeah, on both sides. Yeah, <laughs> John McCain died. So now you got. You got, you know, the, the, the white liberal brigade on one side and and some and some black folks too. I've been seeing a lot of black folks and on, on that one side of uh you know, I may not have agreed with all his romanticizing politics. John McCain. Yeah. Uh but he was a straight shooter. <laughs> he was a maverick. <laughs> oh, John. And then you got the other side's like, nah, fuck that nigga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he voted against MLK Day, and he had policies that literally affected the lives of that brown, affected brown lives. and black people. And was and and I know we live in a 2018 world, so we forget a lot of shit back in the day. But you know, if this was the 80s, there would be a whole list of racial slurs that John McCain has fucking spoke out of his mouth. Not saying the brother can't change. No. Not saying you can't grow. No. I'm sure close to death, everybody becomes a liberal. <laughs> like, I'm sure. I'm, I feel Listen, positive. You should have heard Adolf's ideas right as he was looking down the gun of that barrel. <laughs> what did or you the say? barrel of that. Oh, he was so lib. Uh, <laughs> I, here's what here's what bothered me though. And again, I don't care for either side of the argument. Uh, John McCain's dead. That's it. Um, I hated that someone couldn't have one of their tweets on either side go without somebody coming in and trolling that response. Yeah. And then that was my entire feed. My feed wasn't even tweets on one side or the other. It was threads of people arguing on both sides. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, was truly exhausting. Where I was like, I would go and somebody would tweet, like, John McCain, what a hero. And, be like, and they'd be like, hero, question mark, I'm sorry. I don't think those kids that he bombed in Iraq think he's a hero. And then someone else would be like, it's so crazy that we're, like, voting for a racist. And then someone would come under and be like, a racist? He did this. And it's like, ah, oh, fuck it, man. Yeah. How about we just let people have their opinions on either side and we don't – I'm trying to fight that right now. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to like fight that urge to like respond to something I disagree I with. I mean responding Twitter. all the fucking time. I get it. Some shit you feel the need to respond to. I get it. I get it. We've all been there. Mm-hmm. But, man, everything, it feels like everybody has to have a response to everything. Every and it's so thing, fucking bro. annoying. And I get it, man. Look, I get I get the whole John McCain thing and why people are on both sides and people forgot. I just I, I just find it funny because the ro- the romanticization of people who pass away is so real. It's so real. It's so real. And the one video that everybody keeps here's here's something that I will say. Mm-hmm. I, I keep seeing this take, and I think this take is wrong. Uh, it's a take that a lot of people who are on the side that we shouldn't be romanticizing John McCain are. Um, mm-hmm. It's the video about the whole Arab and blah, 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 blah. And people are like, oh, so we are applauding him for saying that 
the only way for you not to be Arab is to be a decent family man. And I'm just like, yo, man, we got to stop getting to the point where we are attacking people with just like forgetting to like just for the way they speak yeah like that's just what the fuck he said dude and it's like (laughs) you know it it happened it's happened to you on this pod before you're saying something and then i respond i cut you off and it makes your statement sound a certain way when it's not what you meant to say very famous example when you were talking about moors and you were just like there was no black people back then but then i responded and i said Wait, what? Like, and then because I responded right then at that moment, it makes mm-hmm. it sound like what you're saying is there were no black people back then ever. at all, which I don't think iffy. Wad away. <laughs> but <laughs> I know there were black people back there. But you had a you had a longer statement to say. I was saying I don't think there are any black people back then that within Shakespeare circle, yeah, which is still was, very wrong. Which, but I can that that is a fair assessment to argue. But the fact but, uh, that I don't think there were any black people back there. Back then, and then 15 seconds later, say, but a black person wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> it makes no sense to me. But, like, I do think that, like, yeah, I think that, that that's a language trip. Like, yeah. And that's so weird to, like, turn a language trip into. But I get where people are coming from. I get from where people sides. are coming from. I get, I get, like, yeah, there are other reasons that he could not be Arab. And let's stop equating Arab with terrorists and blah, 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 blah. I, yeah. I get that. But damn, dude. Like, people. Not everybody's going to say 100% of the right thing at all times. Here's that one. doesn't mean that they are, they think the other. I mean, I yeah, don't know. It I gets don't on know. my fucking nerves. It, here I don't is know. A, a, an argument I saw on Twitter yesterday that, like, truly, I was just like, we could have walked away from this opinion. This is a woman tweeting after she just watched, or maybe she had watched it before, but tweeting about the last Avengers movie. If you haven't seen the Avengers movie, there's kind of a spoiler in this. I mean, but, at this point, it's your fault. Uh, so it's a. Uh, she said, out. "Still mad about Peter Parker crumbling to dust, and his last thoughts being about some damn Tony Stark, someone he'd known a few months? Question mark. And not Aunt May, the person raising him. If there was any doubt, men wrote wrote this. Oh my god, that is an opinion that's just like walk oh away, bro. God. Walk away from that opinion. But the replies on this fucking tweet I even are bother. in." Insane. Give me a break, man. Not everything has to be a fucking social issue. It's, it's a, a goddamn movie, and Tony Stark was the last person this nigga saw. <laughs> like, what is you expect? On May, I'm coming home. On this ain't fucking good times. Like, goddamn. What was that? What was that TV show where he was like, "I'm coming"? No, that was uh, Sanford and Son. Sanford and Not Sanford, good yeah. times. The same black black shows. Uh, <laughs> Black shows in the seventies. Uh, uh, this ain't that. Damn, man. Bro, like literally, I That's just so trash. And, but I'm also part of the trash. So I'm also trash. part of the trash because even though I'm not responding, I am truly addicted to reading these threads, uh, and yeah. I read them deep. Like I'm deep. I've been reading this thread. I check on it to see if there's any new updates. Uh, what, what what was some of the shit that people said against that? <laughs> Hold on, let me look for one that I really <laughs> like. <enjoy>. Like <laughs> that, that is what trips you off that a man wrote Avengers Infinity War. Okay, here's one. That. If you would have seen Homecoming, Civil War, and Infinity War properly, <laughs> then you would have realized that Tony wasn't just some random person. He was a quote unquote father figure to Peter. <laughs> <laughs> These niggas are arguing about this fucking children's movie, bro. Also, is is yeah, the nerds are out too, which is great. Anything that you're gonna get. The nerd delegation uh, is going to be a funny-ass thread. It's so, bro. 
I just that's just a trash take in general. But the Russos themselves confirm that Peter and Tony have developed a father son relationship. Parentheses from the official director's commentary. Uh, end parentheses, and that Tony dreamed of having a son with Pepper, only to lose the one he already has. Why are we arguing about like this? Is the shit that I'm talking about? It's like we can look at this and go, I disagree with this, and then and walk, just away. walk away. Just walk away. Yeah, because that, that's disagree. not worth. I looked at that take and I was like, eh, this take. How many? How many? Can... How many retweets or likes does that take have? Eight hundred and seventeen retweets, fifty three hundred likes. Okay. So not that much. Not that it's not a super viral tweet. Yeah. But it's also just like, hey, let's walk away. Let's not fucking like get a hemorrhoid over a moment in a movie that truly isn't that consequential. Yeah. Speaking of walking away, did you see that Ginobili announced his retirement? That is true. That is true. Uh, I did not see that. Shout out to Manu. It'll literally be Wednesday. Breaking news. I mean, it happened like four hours ago, so it's not that It's also Four hours and now like a couple days. A couple days. And Jaquise, truly, that breaking news sound is so bad. Uh, oh, that's dope, man. Mono, that's, he's great, man. He Truly should be retired legend. last year. Uh, but but yeah. he gave Pop another year. He gave Pop they another year. made it to year. the playoffs. Truly a legend. I think that like should go down with some of the greats. If he was on, yeah, he will. He will. Not only because of what he's done, what he's done in NBA, but his international career. Oh, his that, European years were uh, phenomenal. Were crazy, man. This dude has had two illustrious. He's had two careers essentially where they both warrant him uh, entry into the hall of fame 1000 which he will be a first ballot hall of fame i think that's dope man mono is great man mono is he was one of the spurs that back when they got the tag that you know the spurs are boring that i still fucked with i was like mono's dope though yeah mono was dunking on niggas he was dunking (laughs) i mean he he was was. dunking even in that heat series yeah he was still dunking yeah mono used to yoke on people yeah and uh his lefty, his lefty layups. His lefty layups were very. He would always have those ridiculous circus shots. Yeah. Um. Truly dope, an efficient man. player. Uh, uh. I think like in the NBA, you talk a lot about glue guys, right? Mm-hmm. They're guys who are on the roster who can affect a team in a way that can't be measured in statistics. Imanu was that plus the statistics. Yeah. And that is truly something remarkable. And you know what's dope too? I I, I feel like Tim Duncan gets a lot of and Pop obviously is the captain of the ship, but Tim Duncan used to get a lot of the uh the leader the leader tag, which he yeah. was. He was the leader, but he used to get a lot of the oh this is the reason why the team is so unselfish. Mm. Uh which yeah, y- y- you can say that, but I honestly think it was Mono. Any 29 other teams, Mono Ginobili is a starter. Yeah. Uh easily. It, and yeah. on the Spurs, he Routinely, unless somebody was injured, was the sixth man. Yeah, it's like this is my role. And he was, a, and to be that, and I feel like people don't understand this. And like, and and Jaquise, you and I can attest to this. Uh, uh, when you're a star somewhere else, especially like I always relate things back to improv, right? You see these people who like are the stars on their indie teams. Mm-hmm. They're heavy hitters, killers on their indie team, and they come to Herald Night, and they have a hard time, like. Figuring out what, well, how do I fit into this system where yeah. I'm not the center of attention? That team doesn't need you. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> like, the team doesn't need you. You uh, need to learn how to be a part how of to be team. a part of that team. Yeah. And Manu is a pure example, and it happens in the NBA all the fucking time. His name is Dion Waiters. Um, like where like they think in their head like I'm the shit. I should be the guy. It's like 
how do you go into a team and you're fucking God back home in Argentina? God. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, your team destroyed Team USA. Yeah. Yeah. You guys made Team USA play for bronze. Yeah. That's something that not That's a crazy. lot of countries can even say they've done. That's crazy. And you're okay to come off the bench. It's great, man. It's great. He's an all-time great. He's one of the all-time greats, uh, especially for the the role that he played. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Shout out the Spurs, man. They went. Tony's from, the last one. He's gone. Tony's gone. He he's, quit too. No, he's, he didn't he, retire. He got traded to Charlotte. Oh man. Or but, did he sign? But with I mean, Charlotte? he's the last Signed. one. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, he's the last one standing. Oh, that's still playing. He's oh, the, I don't fuck with Tony. Oh, why? Because he cheat? Because he a cheater? I don't fuck with his bad rap skills. Oh, that's but fair. you fuck with Kobe's yeah. rap skills. Yeah. <laughs> let's not even. Let's not let's even. Go <laughs> <laughs> let's go to break. Let's go to break. We'll be. We need a moment. Uh, we'll be back. <laughs> All right, we back. We back. All right, guys, Yo, let's talk about let's, it. Let's talk about wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. Shout out to the person that just bought a Culture Kings t-shirt that I just shout got the not- notification oh, for. Oh, shout out. It is Monday, 2.25-ish Pacific, if it was you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, also, that's crazy that they bought that shirt, and they must be comfortable with rent. Rent coming up, and they're like, I'm going to spend money on this shirt. I know. Shout out to you for being comfortable. I don't buy anything the week before <laughs> rent. Before rent, my money's locked away in a mm-hmm. safe. Mm-hmm. The week before rent, I'm just looking at my bank account to be like, low balance alert. All right, cool. I ain't get it. I can pay my rent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, speaking of greatness, uh-huh. wow, Sunday nights. Sunday uh-huh. night uh-huh. HBO. Uh, I saw talk a about tweet, it. I saw a tweet yesterday that... Truly, I got to shout out this tweet. Hold up. It's, this tweet destroyed me. And I hope I read it correctly so that its joke is still, still lands. Uh, <laughs> this is a, a, a Aaron Whitehead, very, very funny comedian, uh, tweeting about Sunday Night HBO. She said, I imagine shrimpy little HBO sitting up in its bedroom, dreading the school week and whispering to its worn out stuffed lion one day. One day I'll make Sunday night the best night you'll see. And then crying itself to sleep in its little race car bed. And that is <laughs> such a good, like, I don't know. It's very fucking funny to me because it's true. Like, HBO was like, all right, we can't fuck with any of the networks on primetime television. Like, they got it locked. Mm-hmm. We're going to go and take this night where most people aren't doing shit. Sunday. And make it hot fucking, like, ugh. Think about all the best shows of the year. Most say, of them are Sunday night HBO shows. Would you say that it is now a hot fudge Sunday night? <sighs> it is a hot fudge Sunday night for sure, Sophie. Right. It's a hot fudge Sunday night. Uh, and it's like HBO has it consistently all throughout the year. Yeah. Sunday it's crazy. Night Sunday night. Yeah, man. And that's when niggas and AMC adopted that with Walking yeah. Dead. And uh, Mad Men uh, and Breaking Mad Bad. Mad Men and Breaking Bad, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sunday night, cause that, and that's when all the niggas watch TV and spoil shit. Yeah, that's true. You don't no, have nobody any other spo- night of the week spoiled. Yeah. No for other night, night of the week is spoiled on Twitter. You know who's the most offensive spoiler? Who? Lacey Mosley. <laughs> it's me and her have gotten in arguments about her spoiling shit. Lacey might as well tweet 
Sheen pages. Yeah. I'm just like, God damn, Lacey. I, I, Lacey is one of the reasons that I have to stay off the internet on Sunday nights, especially when Game of Thrones is on. That's what I was about to this, say. Did you see, did you see the, the little trailer with, for Game of Thrones? I saw no. that, but the, that's not the trailer that got me excited. That True Detectives trailer got me hella excited. Uh, who's in it this yeah, season? Yeah, but we care, Ali. But, but do you watch Game of Thrones? Of course I watch Game okay, of Thrones. Okay, but Jakees cares more because he's going to be on it. That's true. I was looking for you in the trailer. Well, not everybody who's on the show is in the trailer. Yeah, but I was like, where is he? Now I'm feeding into this very ridiculous bit. <laughs> but yeah, she's one of the most oh. offensive fucking... She will spoil anything. She, she is a spoiler alert? <laughs> she will like, put... She will. Not only will she just spoil it, she'll make one of them big-ass Facebook color background pic. <laughs> so like, it pops up. It ain't even like, oh, let me just not read this black and white text. She'll put... Jon Snow is dead. Yeah. And I'm like, God damn, Lacey. Come on, man. And you're like, well, you should be watching it. <laughs> like, just because I can't watch it the second it comes out. It's, it's like true. DVRs exist. It's true. Ugh. We just watched Sharp Objects Go, which, by the way, fantastic season. But we're here to talk about it. Is that good? Uh, very good. Yeah, we that. both watched very it. Good. We'll very watch good. Very good. Uh, but we're here to talk about a queen. Insecure. Insecure. We haven't talked about it yet. We, we haven't talked about Z. it yet. That's partially my fault. I, I just caught up on it within the past week, mm-hmm. but I am fully caught up. This Last night's episode made me want to talk about a topic that I think we've discussed a little bit, like we've talked around it, but uh, we're going to spoil a little bit of show details to talk about it. Um, on the episode, you have Daniel. Are we spoiling? We're, we're spoiling. spoiling a little All right. bit. Spoiling you have, not, you have bit. not watched it. Watch it, then come back and listen. You've yes. been warned. Um, but... You don't have to watch the show to be a part of this conversation. Sure, we'll, sure, sure. We'll tweet out the timestamp for when you should come back in. Yeah, we'll tweet that out. But also, you don't have to watch the episode to be a part. It's of It's not this a plot, super plot driven show. It's like a, a no, it's not. But I don't want to be lacy up in here. No, we've warned you <laughs> again. Now this warning has turned into a three minute long tweet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. spoiler warning. Um, from what you've seen so far in season three, is it going to be your favorite season? Well, this is uh, uh, to answer that. She did say, Issa did say, like, this season's going to talk about toxic masculinity. And everybody was up in arms. A lot of men on Twitter, we talked about this a little bit. They were flexing, being like, oh, for real, like, da-da-da, like, all upset. And I think that we kind of, like, somehow became toxic towards her saying that she was going to talk about this. Because she's not even going at it that deep. Mm -hmm. Like, she's not even, like, really attacking it as much as... She could have not said she's doing a bad job, but she's not, like, out here roasting niggas. Mm-hmm. So you have Daniel. He's a hip-hop producer. And one of his friends is a little bit more successful than he is. And he's working with a rapper that he really wants to work with. That friend's Khalil. And he uh, Daniel really wants to work with this rapper named Spider. Do you think they could have come up with a better rap name? Uh, For the guy, Spider. I'm I'm pretty sure it's spelled S P Y D E R. One hundred percent. Like I'm not even looking that up. <laughs> but so like he wants to he wants to work with that guy, and at first he's just like, nah, I ain't gonna do it because he doesn't want to ask Khalil for the favor. So Issa convinces him to ask for the favor. That's episode two. So then on Sunday's episode, they're working together, and Daniel makes his beat, and it's a very good beat. Khalil admits that it's a very good beat, but he's just like, I've worked with Spider before. I know Spider's personal taste. You should add this to it. And he adds something to it. And Daniel's very offended by that. Mm-hmm. 
So now we cut to them at Spider's uh, recording session. And like Spider's like, yo, I heard y'all working on some beats for me. Can you play me a beat? And Daniel plays his version of the beat without consulting Khalil. Yeah. And then Khalil is, of course, very offended by this and then plays his version of the beat. And then Spider's just like, ah, dang, I can't pick between these two. What else do you have, Khalil? And now Daniel's lost his shot. Yeah. What's the, but that that this is us joke made me very oh, happy. Oh, that this is us joke was very funny, <laughs> but not as good as the Viola Davis titties joke. That joke also was wonderful was so fucking funny. Jokes were great. Funny. But let's let's talk about that moment specifically. And well, actually, no, we'll go a step further. Issa's telling Daniel the story about this, and then Issa's just like, or Daniel's telling Issa. Yeah, and then Issa's just like, oh, you should just apologize. Yeah, apologize. And this nigga. Blows the fuck up at Issa. Yeah. And just like, oh, so you think you're somebody who can tell them talk to me and all this stuff? Like, I'm and always saving you, blah, ooh, blah, blah. Ooh, and that. the wind down portion of that, he, so the after the show they have what's called the wind down when they just talk about the episode. Mm. Uh, if you're watching on HBO Go or now mm. or some shit. And he said that he didn't necessarily think it was like a blow up. He thought, in his mind, he's always there for Issa no matter what she's going through to you know be a friend or protect or anything like that that he felt that he just deserved to just have a listening ear and not somebody say why did you do this like basically allow him to just wallow but that's what's exactly toxic about it well yeah yeah I'm just saying that that was his that was his his, that was the actor who plays Daniel's point of view. Point of view, of, of course. What he was portraying Which is at that moment. What makes him a very great actor. Yeah. Uh, to like you know because uh, crazy don't think they're crazy, mm-hmm. right? And like you have to be able to justify it to yourself to play it very well, mm-hmm. which is what makes him a phenomenal actor, right? And um, but that's what's toxic about it is Daniel is constantly giving Issa advice. Mm-hmm. He's constantly giving Issa advice. Throughout this whole season, these first three episodes, if you go back and you look, anytime Issa presents a problem, Daniel has a solution. Mm -hmm. So when the tables is flipped, he becomes defensive. And I don't know, that really fucked with me, man. It really fucked with me and like certain things about my own personality where I saw myself in that moment. I was like, I've been that nigga yesterday. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, I've been that nigga yesterday. Like, not even like... Years ago, I'm talking about, like, I'm pretty sure that situation happened with me and Anna yesterday, where, I don't know, what do you think about that? And, like, that, like, defensive, well, we, there's so many different I mean, there's a lot of shit to, Let's start yeah. with asking a friend for help. Let's just start there. Yeah, I, that, that's, dude, do it. I, it, listen, I fucking, I think it just comes from, like, uh, I have a different mindset, mm. especially in our industry where networking and, and, being put on or put on by or with people mm-hmm. in the industry is sometimes mandatory. It's how you get ahead. <laughs> it's how you get ahead. Yeah. So for me, I, the disconnect there is stupid. I don't understand why you wouldn't ask for it. This nigga can actually get you on to work with this dude. Yeah. Work with this motherfucker. Yeah. Like, well, work with pride. this dude. It's his pride. So And Daniel's and, later in his career than we are right now. True. To our all, not you necessarily. But, like, Daniel's, Daniel and Khalil start at the same time. Right. And right, he's right, right. hurt that Khalil is more advanced than he is. Right. I think that has a large part to do with it. Here's what I also think that has a large part to do with it. And... 
I understand Daniel's point of view on this, but it, on the same token, like you have to realize that some things you still have to earn. Mm. And I get Daniel's point of view is I, I have this. these. I not even I deserve this. I have these ideas, and my ideas are valid. Mm. And and I don't want to compromise on that because. In his eyes, compromising on those ideas means that he's giving up on them. 100%. 100%. So, like, in this instance with his music and the idea that he has with, you know, using the jazz flute and everything like that is completely valid. It sounds dope. And, you know, him coming around and letting do add drum loops and shit like that, to him, that is him saying, my ideas aren't valid, and I know mm. they are. And if he could just listen to him, then he would hear it too. Yeah. I get that. I get that 100%. Here's the problem with that. You still have to earn that seat at the table, dude. Yeah. So I get that your ideas are valid and your ideas are going to be ever. And, and and you want your ideas out there. But damn it, just fucking let him get it, get get at the table. Get at the table. Get at the table. I think and then and then you can let your ideas out, man. Of course. And eventually you will get to the point where your ideas are the only fucking ideas that matter. Of course. Daniel has a huge problem with not taking things personally. Yeah. He takes so much personally. And like that's something that I think I struggle with as well where it's like sometimes a note on a script has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with you. It's just truly we don't have the budget for this or Something like this has happened before. Or this joke isn't really clear to me. Can you make this joke clear? Mm-hmm. But if you take all of that shit personally, you can't make you have to be willing to kill your babies. And I think Daniel, because that's the term that they use in writing, is kill your babies. I don't like it. Uh, hey, don't become a writer. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Sold. Um, but like what they mean is like you that you can't become precious about it. And I think that Daniel, because he's so much in the indie space. He's never worked for a bigger person. What he wants usually goes. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And that's something that's very true. I mean, it's true in indie improv, right? At your indie clubhouse show, you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But if the artistic director of UCB is going to say, hey, put up a show here, she's allowed to say, I want it to go this way. I want it to go that way. I want it to go whichever way. Because mm-hmm. it's her theater. Mm-hmm. You're doing a show at her theater. And I think that. And that's not to say you can't. Push back. That's not to say you no. can't be like, you well, this is my that. idea. You also you have to earn it, and then also you got to know that your idea may not fucking happen, and it may not work. It may not work because and... if you push back and that shit fails, if you push back, you're like, I want the show this way. She's like, I'm telling you, do it this way. And you're like, no, I want it this way. You don't sell. You don't sell fucking tickets. Yeah, you ain't getting that opportunity. You ain't again. getting that opportunity again. And I think that that is something that Daniel is like struggles with in that. And it's like it's a it's a pride thing. It's yeah. truly a man's pride thing, and I think it's a man's thing because I I watch women, women, women. Good job. I watch Bravo. women. You look so uncomfortable. Women <laughs> defer their ideas so much mm-hmm. in the spaces that I operate in because they know if they don't. They're going to be seen as a bitch. They're going to be seen as someone who can't be worked around, and they're out. Oh, I do that all the time. But listen, I... Excuse me, Sophie, what? Jaquise, can you let him know that I do that all the time? She does it all the time. Oh, okay. Thank you. Uh, uh, but also, I mean, 
But see there. <laughs> but there's also a side to that too that needs to. <laughs> that did not pass the Bechdel test. No, it didn't. Uh, but it was very fun for me. Uh, well, I'm very lost. Uh, <laughs> but there's also a part of that too that. In the women's perspective, where you we have to change that. Oh, one hundred percent. So is is this weird fucking? Is this weird? Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Rainbow, but not the rainbow. But you're on both sides of the rainbow. Where like Daniel is on one side, where he is too prideful to so defer. So fucking prideful. And then you have you know people who are on the opposite side of the rainbow or extent whatever you want so to say. They're so scared and they're, they're so always scared deferring. to defer. Yeah. And I mean, you know, ideally somewhere in the middle is great for both, but can Yeah, I, man. Can I offer my version of what I interpreted? Sure, please. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I interpreted it as do you think that Daniel was okay with putting his version and doing a risk like that? Because it was Issa's idea to work with that guy? Do you think he felt like, well, if it doesn't work out, I can just blame Issa? 100%. Okay. That's, Wait a minute, that's what? 100%. He, so so Issa suggested for him to collab with this guy. Yeah. Right. So no matter what, if he failed, he would still have that scapegoat of being like, well, Issa, Issa suggested it. It yeah. wasn't my idea. I knew this was a bad idea the whole time. Yeah. I said this was, it was a, a bad, bad idea. idea. But since Issa told 100%. me to do it, then that's what I, as a, at least as a female One. viewer, took it as. I was like, oh, yeah. cool. We're going to use the woman as a scapegoat. And he even said it when they were fighting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100% that's true. It's because there's that defensiveness. And I and I know that because I recognize that so much in like myself of like wanting to be right, wanting to, like you know, win or whatever where he like there's almost a part of him that was kind of self-destructive about the opportunity the whole time just to be like you was wrong i knew i shouldn't have worked with him the mm-hmm. entire time the entire time even when they were making beats together i was like come on nigga why are you fucking this up this is your dream to work with this dude yeah you want to fuck it up just because you you're fucking so prideful i don't know Ugh. Also, i mean also spider's name is spelled with a y it is i, I mean, looked it up yeah <laughs> yeah 100 percent. 100 percent there's also, I mean, the fact that he wouldn't apologize. He was right. Apologize, dude. You recognize. I mean, he probably doesn't recognize that he did anything wrong. Um, well, I think that but, he thought that he could just have sex and it would be okay. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying, well, before we get oh, to that, yes. apologize, yeah, apologize to, to Khalil. Khalil. Um, well, niggas just, don't apologize, bro. Niggas don't apologize. I mean, you, first you got to feel like you did something wrong. Mm-hmm. And even if you feel like you did something wrong. You know how men are with other men. Like, man, that shit just blow over. Like, yeah. nah, nigga, that's your chance. And it doesn't blow over. <laughs> like, it that's your festers chance, man. and it becomes a fight later on. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you brought up something earlier that the fact that after he blew up on Issa, and fuck, and he was trash for the way he did it mm-hmm. uh, and what he said, especially because he knows the situation she's in right now. Like, yeah. yo, man, that, that, that to me was punching down. Yeah. Uh, so like, she she's obviously in a vulnerable fucking place, and you're gonna sit up here and throw in her face. Yo, I'm pr- I I always protect you, just like I'm doing right now. Yeah. Uh, and to not apologize, but to try to fuck her, <laughs> which right. which this is the second instance of that happening to Issa. It happened last year with uh, Lawrence. In a, in a very, which I still have a very big question mark on that moment. I mean, it was very problematic. <laughs> it was very problematic. Extremely problematic. And 
and then this season with just the and I'm not gonna say this was problematic, but it was it was a trash way to say, "Hey, we good? Let me eat you out real quick." Like, also, what happened to that other girl that he's he was seeing? I mean, she wasn't real. I mean, in the second episode, they said she said to him, "Ain't you got other girls?" Well, it's here's the thing: is I think that he stopped seeing that other girl. And rather than admit that I'm stopping at seeing that other girl because I want to, he's saying, I stopped seeing that other girl for Issa. Because she's I uncomfortable. For Issa, for Issa, for Issa, and there's no accountability. So that when everything blows up, like you said, who are you going to come after? Issa. Mm-hmm. Issa. I don't fuck with Daniel. I miss Lawrence. I've been said that Daniel is trash. He's I've trash. I miss Lawrence. It. I miss Lawrence. He came, Although, he came in her mouth without saying. I'm in her eyeball. In her eyeball, bro. Or, I mean, he was coming. He didn't. Did he say he was coming? I forgot what happened. I think it's. I, I think it started. I mean, listen. You already know what my problems with that scene. It's too ridiculous much come. Too much come. Of, yeah. Too much. <laughs> too much come. Uh, to all my friends in that insecure writers' room, stop it. You know it's too much come. Hey man, I he hadn't come in a while. I miss. Lawrence. I'm sad that Jay Lawrence isn't going to be on this trash, season. Bro. But Laura, yeah, I, I mean, miss his face. Listen, here's the thing. Here's here's the thing about Insecure that I love. They're all trash. Mm. Issa's trash. Mm. Molly's, Molly's trash. trash. Molly's so Jay, trash. Uh, uh, Lawrence was trash. Molly's... Daniel was trash. That episode is kind of about pride. Yeah. Yeah, Molly's because... the same way. Molly's like, you don't use DocuSign. Yeah. And I was, too, but also I was like, yeah, I love DocuSign. Shout out to DocuSign. DocuSign's amazing. DocuSign's amazing, but it's like, come on, nigga, you getting fucking hooked up here. Of course, mm-hmm. it's not all gonna be the same. They put boxes in my office, and, <gasps> and then immediately they call her the white girl at the office. Immediately, immediately, within like less than twenty four hours. You don't want that. Oh, when I saw that, that shit made me sad. Yeah, it's a crazy episode. It's a good episode. Listen, all our listeners, because I know there's some people who. Get some cues from us about what to go watch and what to go like. If you not if you're not watching Insecure, go back, start with season one, power through season two, catch up to season three. I'm sure there'll be other episodes we'll talk about. I'm sure there'll be other come incidents where it's too much come. Or maybe just enough come. Maybe he did the porno thing. When like you don't come for like a week so you can have a huge come shot. Jesus Christ, Casey. <laughs> don't act like we don't know that's not a thing. That's Should a we thing. go to break? No, we're going to talk about this cum shot. We're going to keep talking about that. We're going to beat this into the ground. Or we could go to break. So you know like when you don't come for a week. Oh or we could literally All right, guys. go to break. <laughs> we'll be back. And your noodle needs to. Uh... We'll be back. <laughs> literally, Dan, please put that really cool tone in. Or every word you keep saying. Don't do that. Uh, I forbid it. Uh, there will be no bleeping of the noodle talk. But we will be back. All right, we back. Edgar, what's up? You've been back for two episodes now, and people have been coming at you for how angry and salty you've been. Absolutely. Been a little salty and they don't lately. know the hardships that I've been going on in my life. I, every day I'm faced with remembering that you assholes let the mayor die. <laughs> every day I think about that. 
Can I give a shout out to me myself that I just think is funny? Uh, speaking of mayor, somebody you've probably seen this. Somebody wearing a, a it's a Jaw shirt, and and now I will say that I've only seen Jaws once, and I don't like it. But the shirt says the mayor in the movie Jaws is still the mayor of that town in Jaws 2, and this is why local elections are important. <laughs> I thought it was so fucking funny. Uh, is, so that funny. That is a very funny meme. Yeah, that is very funny and very true. There's yeah. no reason he should have still been the mayor of that city or that town in the second movie. Uh, but yeah, man, so here's what I want to do. I, I feel like... I feel like we need to, at, at the very least, see if we can get you back on the happy train. Or just we, see, we can like, fucking try. if this is just a, a, a deriving from something else. If, or it, maybe you are happy. Maybe this is your version of happy. I don't know. So I went to Auntie Oprah. I went to Auntie Oprah, and she, she got snacks. a quiz. She had snacks. She had good Kool-Aid. Oprah loves bread. Man, Oprah had all type of breads, man. And not, not only did she have bread, she had, like, the, the olive oil with the salt and the Parmesan cheese that did you she can have dip those, your bread in. Did she have those strawberry candies that when you bite into them, the strawberry fill in? No, nah, she didn't have that. But she, she not, did she have not, a little oh, butter she's candy. She's not a grandma. She's she not a grandma. She's she auntie. She's auntie. She my fault. Auntie. My fault. That's a grandma candy. That's my fault. That's, That's my fault. But you know what? Oprah. You know what I'm Auntie Oprah had? She had Olive Garden breadsticks. So. Oh. What? And Andy's mints. Listen, I took Listen. on a... Anna and I spent the whole day at Olive Garden yesterday for our anniversary. Did Why? You know, did you see that Olive Garden, the unlimited pasta thing where you can like pay $300 a year and you get a... And yeah, like, someone tweeted that at me. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, I think they made that for you. Oh, I know somebody. Basically, I had that one year. That's terrible. Uh, he got it for free. <laughs> oh, okay. That's, that's fine. <laughs> he but got it for free. To pay that, uh, no, he didn't pay for it. That's terrible. He got it for free. And he used it. But we went to Auntie Oprah. Auntie Oprah has a quiz. Literally just asking, are you happy? Simple question, are you happy? So here's what we're going to do. Sophie's going to give us both this quiz. We're going to answer each question, and at the end, we're going to see what our results are. I feel like this is going to prove that you're the happiest person alive, and I'm probably the most depressed person. See, that's uh, what I'm saying. Because that's is, not how I feel. That's, <laughs> that's, see, that's what I'm saying. It's like y'all are looking at this Edgar that I portray in front of you. This mask, if you will, and you're saying that that's who he is, but you don't know the life that I live inside. Actually, when y'all remember when y'all were telling me that I was super salty that day, and what happened to me that weekend? Mm-hmm. Literally, Anna and I stayed at the Standard in Los Angeles and had a beautiful weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I came in and he was talking about dogs. <laughs> Shout out to my dog. You scratched me earlier. Let's, Probably uh, deserved it. I mean, she still she said that you just said she's a bucket of compost. I did not say That's that. That's what you said. I said that if she dies, we should bury her somewhere where plants can grow from her. Okay. Can you literally never talk about my dog's death in front of me ever again? I will never do it. Your dog will never die, Sophie. That's what I keep telling myself. Zombie dog. Let's take this quiz. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Would you, okay, Sophie, for real, you'd rather keep your dog as a zombie than let it die? She'll never die. She'll always be in my heart, first of all. Oy. She will die, though. She will physically pass away from her dog coil. Not according to my Uber driver today, but we'll talk about that another. We'll talk about that another time. But they live. They but we meet them at the Rainbow Bridge. Ugh. Okay, I gotta tell you real quick. My Uber driver asked, told me to be careful what food I put into my body because a demon could be hiding in my food. Facts. <laughs> That's great. That's great. I don't, and I asked him. 
please elaborate. And it was a mistake. It was great. Was it an Uber pool? It was an Uber driver. No, the Uber oh. pool was that guy I was telling y'all about upstairs Wait. who was telling me that cell phone towers are trying to kill Off us. Air. And he gave me a newspaper that I don't know if I kept it or not. He gave you a newspaper in the from Uber? The, it was a newspaper from uh, his church. His church releases a weekly newspaper. Damn. What, <laughs> yo, what that's denomination? That's the danger of Uber now. What denomination was, was the church? It was called the Universal Church of God. And immediately I was like, I need to know. Wrong. <laughs> wrong. That is, that's the danger of Uber now. People can start using Ubers as a way to pre-share a shit. A way to push in. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. No matter what it is. Because I've gotten like CDs before. I've gotten... Uh, I've gotten like you know people's business cards like especially need here a, in LA. They need a "Don't talk to me" tab on Uber. <laughs> Some shit. That... It's a little. It's a little culty. No, the logo is super culty. Sorry if you belong to this, but the logo is. Super, that's what I was <laughs> gonna say. Culty, bro. The, the logo is a little. Can he you? Said, can I show you? It's a little. It's a heart with the dove in it. It's a little culty looking. He, he told the me. The choices a little skeptical. He told me if I come to the church, the first thing the pastor is gonna do is put his hands on my head and cast out any demons inside of me. That's what I do like, every time you come in the studio. Well, it doesn't work. S- sounds like church to me. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like church to you. Sounds like church to me, man. <laughs> Putting their hands on you and giving you the Holy Ghost. And he starts speaking in tongues. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's church. All right, let's, let's see. Let's take this quiz. Yeah, let's take this quiz. Let's take this quiz. Sophie, hit us with the first question. All right, first of all, it's 21 questions. Oh, who are they? 50 Cent? Uh, I got 21 no, questions. we've gone over this. It's Oprah. Did you forget her name? Yes. Okay. Did you? Oh, that joke went right over your head. It did. <laughs> it did. That's okay. That's all right. It was a very bad joke, but it was not it a good joke. But very it much went, joke over go right it over your head. Right you don't know, remember 21 questions by 50 Cent? I got 21 questions. I mean, Sophie was probably, and then you were probably very young when that How were you came in 2004? Don't or say three? that on air. Don't say that on there. Oh. Tell us. You can say, actually you say, can it say it and how old you are. Say it and we'll bleep it out. But how, how old were you, you in 2003? 2003? Yeah. Well, I know in 2003 I was in. Boy. You Wait. don't know how old you were in 2000. <laughs> this should be the easiest question you should be <laughs> <laughs> what? what year were you born? All right, so you were. You were in. I had 2003. I graduated elementary school. Wow. I know okay. that because I got a t-shirt and I kept it. Wait, you're born late in the year though, huh? Okay, okay that so makes you were sense. Tw- you were, you, yeah, you were, you were, uh, uh, I mean, you were outside of your age. Like other kids your age were in the grade before you. What are I we missed t- the cutoff by four. What days. are we yeah. talking about? No, it's true. <laughs> My brother's the same way. No, I'm just saying I love that we have diverged to now talking about. <laughs> My brother's born December 28th. Age cutoffs at school. It's true. My brother's born the December cutoff? 28th, and all his friends, all his friends are so much younger. Like yeah, a the cutoff. Whole year the cutoff when I was in school was Britney Spears' birthday, which I remember correctly. So it was either the second or the third of December. Okay. I want to say her birthday is December second. I just really overly whited myself. That's a very late this. cutoff. I just my really brother's hated. was the first day of school. Like he was just like, if you're not four by the first day of school, you can't come in a pre-K. Makes sense. I just really showed my. All right, way, are you ready for way. these questions? Yep, this quiz. Keith is losing December his fucking second. mind. <laughs> 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 but, uh, about quizzes, real quick. <laughs> all right, all right. Gen- gentlemen. Question one. I believe my life will truly begin when the right person or circumstances come along. Never infrequently, sometimes frequently. Never and frequently, sometimes and frequently are the answers. Mm-hmm. So it's like how how much yeah how, how much, much do you think, think of this thought? 
I would probably say infrequently. I would me. say sometimes frequently. Sometimes frequently. Okay. Yeah, because- I I do truly. I mean, I'm a person, especially when I was living at my old place. I was very much so like, man, if I just moved out, everything would be better. Or if I had like, if I dated a person who's performing, everything would be better. And mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I was kind of right. Uh, but like, uh, like yeah, you know, happy um, one year anniversary. Thank you, thank you. But like, I was very much so of that mindset of like, if I can get these things, mm-hmm. if I can get these circumstances, my life would be better. Right. I guess that I get that. I the thing, the part of that question that's tripping me up is my life will begin. Yeah. I'm just like, uh, I'm maybe maybe I'll get to the point in my life I'll hit my goal mm. if a circumstance or somebody comes in it, but my life is very much began. Already, shit, nigga, began. Yeah, you halfway through, my man. I mean, I'm knocking on death's door. Uh, <laughs> As right. a black man, you you best you busted through that door already. You on the yeah, other dude. side. Hey, man, my blood pressure is high. <laughs> <laughs> Question two. I feel best when I give unconditionally to others. Same thing, never infrequently, sometimes, and then frequently. I feel best when I give give. Unconditional love or just unconditionally give to people? I feel best when I give unconditionally to others. Exact quote. I feel best. I would say sometimes, most frequently. And, well, the thing that trips me up is, like, is it truly unconditional if you feel best? Yeah. Because you're getting something from it? Well, no, no, no. The unconditional part is if you require something back. I'll still say sometimes frequently, yes. What's the what's the options again? Never, Never f- infrequently, frequently, or sometimes. I would say sometimes. Okay. Sometimes. Question three. When I think about people in my life, I focus on those who have hurt or disappointed me. <laughs> Put that frequent on that. <laughs> Put that frequent on that. Uh, Niggas is living in my my head rent free as fuck. Yeah, I'm 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 infrequent on that. I won't say never. That's against human nature, but very infrequently. Let's say, bro, it should be important to note that we are answering under the pressure of people will listen to this. And that's all I'll say. What, wait, what? We, what are lis- we are answering under the pressure that people will be hearing our answers. All right, okay. question four. When I think about people in my life, I focus on those I care and love. When I think about people in my life, I focus on those I care. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, actually, sometimes. no. That's also frequently. I'm yeah, always thinking I mean, about. I'm always thinking about Anna and if she's okay. <laughs> uh, why do you laugh? Because he knows that she's not. What did you do to her, Jakees? I did nothing to Anna. Stop Anna is, fucking lying. What did you do to her? Anna is safe. I have a certain set of skills. <laughs> <laughs> so what are what are you hold on, sometimes? Hold on. Good luck. <laughs> uh, sometimes, because you can't answer sometimes to all of these, bro. I didn't. I you answered, didn't answer answered okay. infrequently okay. to two out of the four questions. Whatever. There is not enough time for taking care of me. Yeah, I'd say frequently for that one. That's frequently for I feel me. Frequently. Yeah. Frequently. Yeah. 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 If I'm being on, I'm one of those people where I'm, just like, I'm doing everything for everyone. Yeah. Me too. I'm secretly taking this quiz, just so you guys know. <laughs> I'm just not going to let you know my answers. Uh, next question, six. I've helped myself through difficult times with a strong and positive attitude. I would say sometimes. That's a new thing. I think on this recent therapy kick, I've learned some skills 
that have really helped me process through some really bad times. Uh, my best friend's death was like the start of it. And I think since then, some major things have happened that I've been able to work through. And I'd say sometimes. I'm not, I'm not the best. I'd say sometimes. Can you read the question one more time? I have helped myself through difficult times with a strong, positive attitude. Through difficult times with a strong, positive attitude. I don't know how to answer that. Because I guess I have had a positive attitude, but other times I'm just like... Defeated. Not even defeated, just like, whatever. Well, you that's, say you're, that's I, defeated. I would say I you're, guess so. I would say you're infrequently then. Or sometimes. I would probably say sometimes. Okay. I would probably say sometimes. I feel like a lot of the difficult parts of my life happened when I was younger. Mm. Uh, so I guess that's probably why I can't. Like the things that I equate to being too difficult, difficult mm. where it puts difficult things now into perspective for me. So not saying that other people can't have their difficulties, but for myself. So, yeah. I but it's so. not about handling them because you can get through a difficult time with a negative mm-hmm. outset. Right, it's right, more right. about the mindset that you have while dealing through that negative time. Yeah, I don't think I, I have a sometimes for me. Right. I don't think I have a negative mindset when difficult times come through. But you have an apathetic one. Probably. So I would probably say sometimes. Okay. Uh number seven, I take myself very, very seriously. Oh, frequently. Mm-hmm. Nigga Jaquise, if you don't mm-hmm. put frequently, I'll put it for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll put frequently. You should Although, see how your arms are crossed right now. It's <laughs> <laughs> comfortable, guys. It's a comfortable stance. You take in this yourself chair. very seriously. That's not a bad yeah. thing. Although I think people think I take myself a lot more seriously than I actually do. Next question is going to be like, "Do you think people take yourself seriously?" <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be like, "Sometimes." <laughs> what's, what's your answer? Uh, frequently. Okay, number eight. I believe it's up to me to live my life fully. And find meaning. Oh, frequently. Mm. Yeah, infrequently. You don't believe it's up to you? I mean, I truly at times do. And this is a weakness of mine. I think I fall into magical thinking where I think that there are other forces at foot that I can't control Mm -hmm. that are probably making my life harder and stuff like that. And I think that's something I suffer from. Okay. In terms of like magical thinking. That's fair. When things don't go well, I feel trapped or overwhelmed. Frequently. When things don't go well, I feel trapped or overwhelmed. Sometimes. Sometimes. All right, number 10. I'm waiting for a never. I haven't had a never yet. Although, we'll find out. <laughs> All right. Although life circumstances change, my beliefs and capabilities will allow me to survive and thrive. Never. It feels like faith. I, yeah, I wouldn't say like a faith never question. for that. Uh, I won't say never because I do believe that I, I do have a certain set of beliefs that you want infrequently or never. Yeah. Okay. I have a certain set of beliefs that, uh, that, you know, I believe if you work hard, the universe will pay you back type thing. Yeah, of course. And so I guess infrequently, cause that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, because yeah. so many of my beliefs have adapted, right? Like I used to believe that like good people get good things, bad people get bad things. But then my belief on that has evolved in the terms of like, I'm starting to slowly believe that there's no such thing as good or bad people. And things just happen. Maybe. Next question. Uh, what question are we on? 11. Okay. Who wouldn't rather receive a gift than give one? Never. It still says never. Wait a minute, what? Who? That, that was a weird question. So you want to receive gifts just as much as you want to give them. Who wouldn't rather receive a gift than give one? Yeah, so, so if you're y- saying you 
prefer to get a gift, then that would be frequently. Yeah. And if you'd prefer to give a gift, that'd be never. Yeah. And I'm never on that. You never give to get? I don't. Oh, I don't no, no, no. I don't. It's prop. This is about preference. So think about the never and frequently rather, as the level of preference. So you'd rather give a gift than get a gift. One hundred percent. Me too. Oh, I, you rather? Okay, so you say never, which means you rather get a gift. Give. Give. Give, give a okay. gift. Frequent would be like I'm. I'm on the get side. Infrequently. Okay. You're in the middle. Or no, you're more towards. I'm more the, toward never, but I like getting shit sometimes. I'm a great gift giver. Yeah, me yeah. too. That is one of my talents. I especially, I, I, I more like getting gifts every once in a while as a mode of, oh, yo, I appreciate everything you do type thing. Right. Mm. Just every once in a while. It is nice to know that how much you pay it forward does matter to some people. For me, that's, I, I prefer that in terms of words of affirmation if we're getting towards like the love language is part of it. For where sure. I like, yeah. I don't. It's not the physical gift. It's just saying the words for me do more than a gift. Right. I mean, and I feel the same. Or just, yeah, I feel it in my heart. <laughs> I'm like, feeling my tits. Like and not even like a gift like a present, but no, a gift of like. Like an act of service or something act like of that. Ser- yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. That's, that's your love language. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's not a bad thing. It's just yeah. your love language. But yeah. For me, it's the words of affirmation. For you, it's an act of service. All right, yeah. number 12. There is a spiritual power that I can turn to for comfort whenever I need to. Infrequently, in, in that, I won't say never. I won't yeah. say never because yeah. that would betray like my entire childhood. Yeah, but <laughs> infrequently. Okay, number thirteen. Life is a big joke, and I'm in the middle of it. Frequently, never. Damn. Never that. I'd never have that thought. Okay, number fourteen. Fear keeps me from standing up for what I believe is right. Never. Never. Fear keeps me from standing up for what I believe is right. In fact, fear might make me do it overboard sometimes. Fear is oh, I don't know. It's I feel like it's. I don't want to say never, because I feel like there's something that I've feared from speaking out against. So I'll say infrequently. Mm. I can't think of any specifics, but I'm sure. Yeah, I'll say infrequently. Okay. Number 15. I've grown emotionally, spiritually through difficult and painful life events. Frequently. Okay. Number 16. Um, If I don't have enough money or love, then I can't feel secure. Sometimes. Yeah. Yo, listen. I know niggas be like, money ain't everything, and money can't bring you happiness. But it helps. And I'm very <laughs> I'm very much on the train that money isn't everything. Mm-hmm. But yo, man, sometimes being broke sucks. <laughs> uh, especially for And me, it can affect your mood. Yeah. For me, if being someone who loves gift giving, like, I a lot, especially in relationships, I'm the most insecure when I know I can't provide for the other person in the relationship, which I know is a sign of codependency and something that I am working on. But like- so that's why, like, when I'm broken, I'm like, man, I can't even take my girl to the movies. Like, mm-hmm. that thought starts to linger in myself and starts to, you know, poison my thoughts and turn into attacks towards myself and emasculating myself and whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. But I would say some, uh, sometimes. Yeah, I'd say sometimes. If I, okay, the next one is 17. I make taking care of my health a priority. Sometimes. Sometimes. Infrequently. I'll be honest, infrequently. People hurt my feelings. Uh, frequently. 
Mm. I'm a sensitive bear. Sometimes. Okay. Life is good. I really appreciate what I have. Sometimes. Sometimes. So, so sometimes. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're all getting some timey now. They are kind of getting all some timey now. This is number 20. I'm unclear. Oh, wait, I was wrong. There's 23 questions, not 21 questions. Oh, okay, perfect. Sorry, 57. I'm unclear about the purpose and meaning of my life. Oh, never. Never. <laughs> never. Or I'll put it in frequently. Mm. Never. Kay. I know. But every, every, I know there are times where is. I wonder if I should push carts at Walmart, and I'm just kidding myself thinking I can do this stuff. Fair. What matters most is enjoying relationships and moments. Frequently. 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 Yeah. I'm a huge believer uh, that moments are would make your life. And planning moments, too. And what's like dangerous, vacationing. What's, what's, yeah, and what's dangerous about that thought is that it can work in the reverse against you as well. It can. Yeah. You know what I mean? I hang on to moments. Yeah, it definitely can. But... <clears throat> I, mean, I it kills me when I hear people say I don't vacation, yeah. Because you're just missing out on so many great moments that you could be living. Yeah, he does nothing but vacation. I mean, I go somewhere at least once a year. He's in shorts to. and flip flops right now. I am. I'm about to fly to Bermuda. Bermuda. Well, Bur what? Bermuda. <laughs> Sound like you burped. I feel, <laughs> I feel like you can't go there if you can't pronounce the name of yeah. it. I pronounced it. I just my Did my he? lips. My lips just tripped over themselves. I was going to say, Jaquise, whatever excuse you're about to say is going to be worse than what you said. My <laughs> lips Clearly. tripped over themselves. Bermuda. Bermuda. <laughs> All right. All right. 22. I just have too much to do. <laughs> never. I never think that. You never think you have too much to do? No. Uh, I'm always just like, sometimes. give me more. Sometimes. Never, I always feel like I'm not doing enough. I, I do feel like sometimes I'm not doing enough, but then in certain aspects of my life, I feel like... I have too much to do, especially because I'm not getting paid for it. All like right. with producing shit. Mm-hmm. Like shows and stuff like that? Yeah. 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 If I got paid for it, then fuck it. I'll produce every goddamn day, all day. Right. Uh, but cool. Yeah. Number so 23. Last question. Last question. It's not really a question. It's a Auntie Oprah giving us her wisdom. I feel fulfilled. Sometimes. Sometimes. I did have a moment recently that was kind of like, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the Avengers movie, Thanos at the end, where he just kind of looks back and just like smiles. Like I had that moment when I was in New York and I was in the room and it was all happening and I was like, I did this shit. Like I'm in a writer's room. Yeah, Yeah. dude. But then there's other times where I'm sitting in my room, it's messy, I'm playing 2K. I'm in the same boxers I wore for the last four days, and I'm like, where That's am gross, I? dude. That's so gross. <laughs> where gross. am I? What am I doing? I get not taking a shower, but at least change your underwear every couple days. You're going to get an I'm very concerned. I already have uh, four. Okay. You can't. Do men get? You know, that, never mind. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. yes. Hey, Jaquise, I don't know if you know this. Men pee. It's a lot harder for a man to get a UTI, though, isn't it? I don't know. One of the ways know. men get UTIs is by not changing their underwear. Change your underwear, man. Yeah, well, uh, this was a story I opened up for you guys with, and then you guys immediately. Do you, what, what was me. that? What did you answer for? If you care about your health, because you're ignoring me while I'm trying to help your health. Wait a minute. What did, is there? Is there in between sometimes and infrequently? Yeah. Is there? Is there an answer for that last one? In between sometimes and infrequently? No. No. Because I feel like that's where I'm at. 
but I'll say I'm more leaning sometimes, so that's my answer. All right. Should that's I run it? it? Should I run it? Who's run it. Who should I run first? Give, give, me, give me mine first, and then we'll end it with Edgar's, because he All needs right. it the most. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what an attack on mental health. It's not, dude. You need, you need to know if you're happy or not the oh, most. Yeah, yeah, your yeah. score, I'll tell you your scores, and then I'll tell you what it means. Okay. Your okay. score is 53, Jakeef. 53? Ooh, that's an F. No, not necessarily. Oh, okay. Ooh. Your score is 47. Of course. Okay. 53-47. What was your score? Because you took it too. My score, your score is 53. Your score is 47. My score is 57. Okay. Mm. All right. Sophie's the happiest of us all. If you scored between 50 and 72, congratulations. Consider yourself a happy person. Oh, wow. That's it? If you scored between 30 and 49, you're not miserable. True. <laughs> but... <laughs> Your sunny side could use a nudge out of retirement. Think about your strengths. Keep thinking. Thank you, Oprah. And the activities you love. Build more of your life around them. Obvious? Yes. But so is sleeping. An extra hour when you're tired. The trick is to do it. Man, tell Oprah to shut the fuck up. Auntie Oprah says, look on the brighter side more often. Man, when Oprah has my stress, she could tell me how to live my fucking life. Also, Oprah says to Jaquees, your smile is your guide. Thank Yuck. you, Oprah. Yuck. Thank you, Oprah. Yuck. I felt I felt that actually came from Oprah. No, it didn't. If I felt that. It's some intern. <laughs> nah, dude. That's that's straight from O herself, man. No. That's from Auntie Oprah Winfrey. Thank you, Oprah. I appreciate that. Yo, let's add Oprah. Oprah got Twitter. I'm guessing. <laughs> Oprah probably Oprah probably followed two people, Barack Obama and Stedman. And Gail. She followed three she, people. Yeah. Okay. How are you going to count out Michelle in that statement? Just Barack? She only follows Barack? She's okay, and Michelle. She follows the Obamas. She follows th- almost <laughs> 300 people. Okay. Uh, and she follows all of the Obamas and Probably. the Clintons. The Clintons. Man, I was watching Xenon yesterday. She follows DJ Khaled. Wow, that's... And another one. Auntie Oprah. Um, like Xenon the Warrior Princess? No, that's Xena. Oh. Uh, Xenon. Uh, no, the, Xenon is the warrior princess. Xena. Xena. Or n- the no, girl of the 21st guys, century. I'm willing to bet wait a minute, 100 wait, 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 bucks. Xenon is the girl of the 21st yes. century. That's the Xena is the warrior Xena princess. Xena is the warrior princess. You're right. You're right. You're right. Mm. You're right. You're I, right. I literally just said I was watching it yesterday. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, and uh, just mad that he's the least happy out of the three of us. <laughs> yes. That upsets me deeply. Uh, it would. It does. It would. It does. Based on that quiz, it does. It, would. it does. <laughs> I'm very upset. An online quiz told me I wasn't happy. Yeah. Um. But um. Chelsea Clinton. They say that Chelsea Clinton was president in that movie, and it blew my mind. President in what movie? <laughs> of the United States. Oh. Oh. Like in that like, movie, oh, they go okay. President Clinton. And by president, I mean Chelsea Clinton. From like the nineties? This show you this show came out in the nineties, right? It so. was a movie in nineteen ninety nine. It was probably when like when did that come out? When did it actually come out? Do you know that for nineteen ninety nine. Okay. <laughs> What's going on? I'm, I'm doing math in my head. AKA it's not going well. So so was, that's what I was gonna say. It was, it was when Clinton was president, and yeah. so that's why they did it. Yeah, makes sense. But it was weird that like we were talking about it on this other pod I was on, and they were like, I like Chelsea. they skipped Hillary. Like they were like, nah, not Hillary, Chelsea. 
like Chelsea would be the next Clinton to be president. Okay. I mean, still possible. I mean, out of all of them, it is the at this most point likely. that's the most likely yeah, that's no, still happening. Bill, Bill can't. Uh, Hillary. I wouldn't be surprised if she ran again. You think so? Let's I, not I, even. Let's I not would even. Not be Let's surprised. Not get into Let's that. not even. We're ending on such a good positive note. I was gonna say. I think it's the best parts. The best parts of that podcast are the of the best parts of that quiz were the truth, which is like what you focus on, what you spend your time manifesting comes out and like you know focusing on the good reminding yourself that these are just moments not uh uh falling for the trick that it all ends bad is ways to a much healthier happier life i agree mm-hmm. it's not a pill it's not a you know i mean it can be therapy therapy is very helpful it's not sex no it's not sex i just say it's so creepy because he knows that i asked him for sex earlier to make me happy mm-hmm. and i told you they wouldn't do it yeah he said focus on the good Mm-hmm. And it made me good. happy. See, I was right. It's got weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's Wednesday. If you're listening to this Wednesday or Thursday and you're in LA, come on out to UCB Franklin at midnight. Pass that blunt. Uh, RJ Walker will be there. Carl Tart will be in it. Uh, some other really funny people. I think this may become a monthly show where you're going to get just a rotating cast of dope-ass black comedians and improvisers. Uh, and RJ put me on blast because I didn't mention it the last episode. Uh, so this is for you, RJ. I'm promoting it. Come to it. Used to be Franklin. Midnight. Pass that blunt. We all going to be high. We're going to be passing blunts. That's the show. If anyone guys. is wondering why Jaquise just listed a bunch of funny black improvisers at UCB who are going to be at the show and didn't say my name at all, it's because I'm not funny or black. Uh, those are both true. Sure. Uh, but <laughs> Edgar, I have asked you to do both, and each one you can't do. That is true. I have been out of town both shows. You'll get it on the one's time. You'll get on it the next time. No. Uh, people mind our shit. People mind our shit. Tpublic.com slash Culture Kings. I think the next episode we are going to announce the contest to design some shit for us. Uh, Yes. And uh, I have a new promise. If this week, so this is from, I'll say that this deal ends Labor Day weekend. If you buy, like Labor Day, I'm done with this deal. If you buy Culture Kings apparel and you send me a screenshot. I will send you one of my high school poems from when oh. I was the most sad. Oh, I'm looking and forward to this. they are bad. Looking forward to it. Get them poems. Also, we've both had dry-ass mouths this episode. We've had some dry, dry mouths. Sprite, where you at, Sprite? Sprite, listen, I need that carbonation. I don't know about you, Edgar. I have uh, been not drinking Sprite for the whole month. It's because you want it for free. And I want it for free. And I will continue my Sprite strike until I get it. You know, there's a lot of prisoners on the, there's like the National Prison Strike Month uh-huh. this month. Uh-huh. I'm on the National Sprite, Sprite Strike. You month. are the Gandhi of carbonated drinks right well, now. Well, let's not say that because you know, <laughs> Gandhi's a... Uh... I said of carbonated drinks. Whoa. Not just in general. Just of carbonated drinks. He's a... Uh... Which means, what's, what was that hashtag again, Sophie? Hashtag quench your king's thirst. You know it. Quench your king's thirst. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We sleeping well. Now we need to fucking not be thirsty, guys. That's what it is. It's time to get the fuck out of here. Oh, next episode. 
episode 50, ladies and gentlemen, of Culture Kings. And uh, the trio is getting back together. <laughs> oh, what? You heard it here first. So keep on the lookout for that. Episode 50, this coming Friday, is going to be a dope-ass time. This was a dope-ass time, guys. Edgar, you got anything you want to say before we vacate the premises? Check out Sad Boy Edgar. Check out my website and watch Sad Boy Edgar. Out here trying to get a season two paid for by somebody. And that helps if uh, you guys go out and watch it and say some dope things about it on the internet. Edgar has already told me that I will be in season two if it happens. So, Well, I sent you the episode. You did. So if y'all want to see a couple niggas acting together... Mm Then watch that boy, Edgar, season one. It's a it's a bigger season. More happens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. More people die. It's time to get out of here, guys. You know what it is. At Culture Kings Pod. Hit us up on Twitter. Talk to us. At Jackie's Neal. At Edgar Montplazier on Twitter. That's the name of the game. Shout out to Nick in a booth. Shout out to Sophie. Shout out to How Stuff Works. Shout out to everybody. The trio is getting back together, so we're riding out on this deep cut, which has nothing to do with the trio getting back together, but I just heard the song, and I like it. It's from A Tribe Called Quest, from that album Midnight Moderers. Let's roll out to a little electric relaxation. Did I say it wrong? Did I say the name wrong? I'm not going to say it. No, fuck is it. It's Marauders. Hey, listen, man. Y'all niggas wanted to spell names and words differently, then that's your fault I mispronounced it. Everyone should know that today, Jaquise pronounced a white woman who was named Blake, her name as Balake. Listen, man. <laughs> Listen, man. <laughs> she, saw, she was putting some weird-ass shit in her goddamn... He looked straight out into the audience and said, Balake. What else? Was, you should have saw that goddamn sheet of paper. She was trying to stylize her goddamn letters and added a whole bunch of lines in between each letter. That shit looked like Balake. <laughs> shit like, looked he was like that Balake. teacher in that Key and Peele speech. He was that uh, teacher Balake. Balake. A-A-Ron. A-A-Ron. Uh, Quest. Electric relaxation. Right out to it. You know what it is, guys. We like you. We love you. We'll be back. Hey. He got something to say. I like him brown, yellow, Puerto Rican, and Haitian. Mm. Name is Fight Force from the Zulu Nation. Told you in the jam that we could get down. Now let's knock the boots like the group H-Town. You got BBD all on your bedroom wall. But I'm above the rim and this is how I bore. A gritty little something on the New York street. This is how I represent over this here beat. Talking about you. Yo, I took you out. But sex was on my mind, pulled the whole damn route. My mind was in a frenzy in a horny state. But I couldn't drop dimes because you couldn't relate. You couldn't relate. Drop your insane, drop your upper 
ball Staring at your dome piece very strong Stronger than pride, stronger than Teflon Take it on the app and you buy me links Now I wanna pound the food thing until it stinks You could be my mama and I'll be your boy Original road boy, never am I coy You could be a shorty in my ill convoy Not to come across as a thug or a hood But hun, you got the goods like Madeline Wood By the way, my name's Malik, the five foot freak They say we get together by the end of the week She simply said no, label me a hoe I said how you figure, my friends tell me so I hate when silly groupies wanna run the yap Word to God, hun, I don't get down like that I'll have you weak in the knees that you can hardly speak Or we could do like Uncle Ella swinging F in my G Keep it on the down, yo, we keep it discreet See, I'm not the type of kid to have my biz in the streets If my mom don't approve, then I'll just be low Let me save the little man from inside the boat Let me hit it from the back, girl, I won't catch a hernia Bust off on your couch, now you got Siemens furniture Shy, he fight for the extra P Stacy Beetle, PJ, and my man LG They know the abstract is really so on ice The character is of man, never ever a mice Shorty, let me tell you about my only vice It has to do with lots of loving, and it ain't nothing nice Yourself, girl, peace out to him. Relax 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 yourself